to GradCast, the official radio show and podcast of the Society of Graduate Students at Western University. Uh, we are doing a slightly different episode this week. We are doing one of our mini-series, Hashtag Grad Life. And so I'm one of your hosts, Emily Hutchinson. I'm your co-host, Megan Vol. And I'm your other co-host, Sharon Mandur. And over here, we also have Jordan Vanderbert, who is producing. Uh, so today, we're talking about what it's like to be a grad during Reading Week, because Reading Week just happened. It was last week. And we were talking with the committee earlier about how each grad kind of has a different experience during Reading Week. Some of us are kind of off. Others, like, have to work even harder. Uh, you kind of balance your TA duties. You're off. So what what were we doing on Reading Week? What do graduate students do when the undergrads are gone? Well, based on our last conversation, I feel like I had the best reading week. I so, think you may have. <laughs> yeah. So we'll start with you guys. I'm curious what you guys did. Emily probably had the worst one. I, I wouldn't <laughs> say it was the worst. I didn't have to. So the, the main thing that shows me, oh, it's reading week this week, is that I don't have to TA. So TA duties are gone, and that's good because we TA 10 hours a week. So those 10 hours are kind of free time. But it's kind of expected in my department that we would use those hours to do a lot of lab work. And so I was in the lab during reading week, but I kind of enjoy being in the lab because you're not like being looked at by students who want to hear your voice teaching them, right? You can just kind of listen to music, do your own thing. Wait, do you teach and do the lab work in the same place? Uh, no, not really. Like, I guess I, I teach in like whatever random building. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and, then, and then the lab work like in the lab, like a wet lab, which is basically a room with a centrifuge and a fume hood and chemicals and a okay. bench that you do your lab work. And that's just for my lab group. So yeah. I have three lab mates and we do our experiments there. Were all three of them there? They were not all there, no. So I think I was there and then someone popped in. And so you're the productive one. Maybe I'm the productive one or maybe I'm just in the lab work phase and they're in the writing phase. <laughs> oh, okay. What year are you? I'm in, I just started my second year. Okay. PhD. And I know you work with birds. So I'm going to, I'm, with I'm birds. and it's the winter. <laughs> so what did you do in the lab? Uh, I was doing, so what I've been doing in the lab is enzyme assays. And so I've collected all these tissues from birds, which I froze at minus 80 degrees, get my samples out of that freezer, and I bring them to the lab, and I give them different substrates, and they do their thing and produce products, and I measure how active they are. And that mm -hmm. can tell me different things about what the bird was doing. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. And that's all you did? You didn't do anything else? What about something fun? Did I do something fun? It was only a week ago, but I don't even remember. Did you do something fun? Of course. What did you do? Uh, I will get into it because I feel like I'm going to end up talking for way too long if you let me go. So I'm going to ask okay, Megan. Okay, let's ask <laughs> Megan. Did, did you do something fun during reading week? Did you have a reading week? Yeah, that's, what, like, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the first thing I want to get at. So if by reading week you mean vacation, no. <laughs> I did not. Did I do any reading? Yes, I did do some reading on reading week. What did you read? Uh, I read a couple Please don't say papers. it was a biology <laughs> No, they were. <laughs> yeah, I read some biology papers, but I also like to read for fun. So I read like a novel. Okay. What novel? Uh, right now I'm reading a book by John Green. It's called The Anthropocene Reviewed. I've mm. heard of that one. I've never it's, read it, though. It's really good. I'm enjoying it. So like he'll pick a random topic, like the largest ball of paint in America. And he'll mm -hmm. just write a review of it. And then in the end, he'll give it five stars or less, depending on how much you liked it. Is that a novel? It's, I feel like that's like not, educational. <laughs> it's nonfiction. But so it's interesting, though. 
Yeah. Brittany and Laura also. I don't know about Laura, who's also on Gradcast, if anybody's listening. Uh, so is Brittany. But they were asking me what I read mm-hmm. and if I read any fiction. Because I read a ton of nonfiction. Yes, just for but my wait, tell the listeners what you do. Because I've said what I do, PhD biology. But why uh, are you reading all this? I do a PhD in history. It requires a lot of reading, and that's all I'm going to go into it. Because <laughs> if I if I let people know what, what we do, uh, I might get a call from the grad coordinator and be like, we're not getting any applicants anymore. <laughs> They're like, too much reading <laughs> not signing up for that so i'll just say i read a lot of non-fiction but it's like they asked me like what kind of fiction do you read and when was the last time you read fiction i'm like the last time i read fiction was before i started my phd so 2020 i think that's when i started september 2020 is when i started so the last piece of fiction i re- read was august 2020 Whoa. and they're like what did you read and I'm like, I read this awesome book called The Mystery of Mr. Nice. And it's <laughs> oh. like a children's book. And oh. it has very big font. And <laughs> it is very, like, nonchalant. Yeah. And it ends off at a non-cliffhanger. There's no real drama. It's about a gecko who is trying to solve if his uh, principal has been pl- replaced by an imposter. Oh. And I'm like, it was just such a nice read. Nice. Yeah. And I'm that like, nice. and I was debating on if I should get all of their books. I'm like, maybe <laughs> I want to read other mysteries. <laughs> but yeah, that's like the last fiction I read. Oh. Yeah. Do you read fiction, Megan? I read all kinds of fiction. I got a Yay. Kindle this year for Christmas. <gasps> oh, so. I have one too. Well, I have a Kobo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I, the Kobo was what inspired me to get the Kindle. I just oh, asked for okay. an e-reader. Yep. And I'm reading a book right now called The Last Rose of Shanghai. Okay. and I might have heard about that one. I don't actually think it's fiction now that I'm thinking about it. Actually, no, it is fiction. It is fiction, historical but it's based on historical, historical fiction. fiction yes. Yeah. And it's, um, it's, it's about three different characters. They're all located in, in Shanghai, in China. Yep. And one's a woman named, I'm going to butcher this, Ai. I'm really butchering that. Okay. She owns a nightclub um, during the war. Um, very complex family drama happening. And she's in love with a Jewish refugee from Germany. Um, and right now I'm blanking on his name. But he's a pianist and haven't gotten very far in the book. But basically, future her, when she's old, asks a documentarian to make a documentary about his life. And all she asks in return is the chance to tell her story. Mm-hmm. So I haven't gotten into like the nuances of that, but I've heard it's a good book. Yeah. I just I'm also reading for my dissertation right now, and <laughs> I have to like manage that. I feel yeah. like I have such smart co-hosts. Here they're reading like <laughs> high class fiction. I'm reading like the mystery of Mister Nice. <laughs> no, but reading reading should be about enjoyment. Yeah, true. It should. Coming, I mean, you're coming from arts too. Yeah. So well, it should social be about science. Less, less. <laughs> social sciences. Um, but it should be enjoyable. It should be be not feeling it like, doesn't feel like work. yeah it doesn't yeah. feel like work yeah like when people are like oh you read so much you that's so cool it's like yeah but it's fun like yeah. I, i'm not not doing it because i'm smart i'm doing it it's yeah it's fun yeah yeah, so Amelie pleasure. did a lot of work during reading week. I did a lot of work. And her, even like her fun was reading a very like crazy <laughs> well, nonfiction Well, also book. I play wingspan and I crochet. And so oh. Oh. Okay. There, I did that too. All right. I don't even know how to crochet though. It's a great pandemic hobby. Picked it up during the pandemic. And now I like want to bring it wherever I go. And my, <laughs> my partner's like, you cannot bring your crochet to the movie theater. I'm like, really, though? I think like, I could. I feel like you could. He's, like, he's you. like, you can't see, though. It's going to be dark. I'm like, oh, yeah. And I can't, like, if it's dark, you can't do it. Get one of those, like, cave, a headlamp. A headlamp. Like, <laughs> I yeah. need a headlamp. But you got to sit in the front row. Oh, no, I think it would be better if you sit in the back, back. row. Yeah, because right? then no one yeah. can see no, me. Because yeah. otherwise, 
I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah. They'll kick me out if I show up at the movie theater with a headlamp. I mean, really, though, because how many people bring their phones and it's just like... They do yeah. sometimes, but I don't want to be that person. Just be that person. I don't want to be that person. Be that person. Go Everyone like, else is that person. <laughs> maybe go to the movie after it's been like a month. Nobody maybe. wants to see it yeah. anymore. Yeah. Or maybe go like see like some artsy film that barely anybody mm-hmm. goes sees. Yeah. Not Ant-Man yeah. or Marvel or big yeah. ones. No. But. I honestly don't go to the movie theater that often, so it's really not a big problem. But mm. if I do... Maybe I'll get a dim headlamp. Wait, what's the last movie you watched then? In the theater? I don't remember. Oh, I do remember. I watched the second Black Panther movie. Oh. And it was really good. Dang. It was a tearjerker. It was a oh. tearjerker. It was, but like in a heartwarming, beautiful way. Okay. I haven't right. seen it, so do not spoil it. I won't. It. All right. I won't. I actually like when I get spoiled. It makes you me do? more it makes me more interested in seeing the thing or reading the thing when I know I'm like, how did it get to this point? Do you think so. that's because you're a history student? Maybe. Because history yeah. you already know what happened. Yeah. True. And I like to know. Jordan is nodding his head. Jordan yeah. is he nodding. agrees. True. Jordan, I think uh, do you have what did you do during we- during reading week? The producer speaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hi, I'm Jordan. Um, I actually went to to Collingwood and I did some skiing over reading week. Oh, okay. and I've, I've been asked by a few people whether it's downhill or cross country, and nothing against cross country skiing, but that sounds like exercise. It is exercise. Yeah. You know, like I want gravity to help me. <laughs> Gravity's doing most of the work, pulling me down. I just need to. Make sure I make it down, you know? Gravity does half of it, and the ski lifts do the other half, and that's, and that's, that's about as much exercise as I need. Yep. Right, it's official. Jordan had the best reading week. Yes, I, definitely I think did not so. And you know what? That. Jordan is in a biology program, and so True. I don't. maybe I should have gone skiing too. Yeah. Jordan, maybe are I you doing don't it's have to go doable. to the lab. It's doable. It's attainable. Did yeah. you go the whole time, though? Uh, yeah, Monday to Friday. So um, we unofficially get about three weeks off my supervisor says she she lets us take about three weeks off throughout the year for assorted assorted things that aren't related to conferences so this was one of my weeks i took reading week off um normally i like to avoid reading week because things are busier over reading week and like and like you said it's a great time to do lab work because you're not teeing during that time but um my mom booked a ski trip when she booked a ski trip so i kind of tagged along with her paying for that. That's, Yay! Yeah. Parents <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know what, Jordan? Though it's really, it's really great that your mom takes you on skiing trips. My parents left me at their house while they went to Cuba for reading week. <laughs> oh no! Oh. Yeah. So, so what did you do when you were by yourself? Yeah. I was not by myself. My partner came with oh, me, good. and we have two kittens. Their names are Pancake and Waffles. Oh, Pancake cute! And, waffles. and nice. so we we house sat and kitten kitten sat. Which was nice. was very still fun, but you know, uh, I keep getting pictures of like beer and tequila and beaches mm. <laughs> in the ice storm. Yeah, not my favorite thing. Also, flight delays and picking parents up at two in the morning. And yes, I will call them <laughs> out on that because I was I wasn't the one who went, but it was still a very long night. Yeah, not fun. Yep, hear that, parents? Yeah. Uh, radio now. <laughs> I, I have a question for you because I feel like when you have two cats, there's always a troublemaker cat and there's always the good cat. Which one's the troublemaker? Oh God, I want to say none of them are. Oh my really? God. They're, they're really? both evil and equally. Oh, oh okay. Equally they're both, terrible. They're both, <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> they're both bad. Okay. Um, I don't mean evil. That's probably not the right way to say it. No, it's okay. Um, <laughs> Waffles is the little shithead. <laughs> right. um, Pancake is also a shithead, but they're both like different, differently. Um, bad okay so one will go up and get stuck in things the other one will jump on the counter and try to eat your raw meat so i mean Whoa. pick your 
Oh, interesting. Oh, and they are great escape, escape artists. So the whole week, most of the time you live there actually, but that whole week, we cannot take out the garbage until they have gone downstairs to sleep in the rafters. So we have to pile all the garbage on the counter and then wait till they're gone or they're distracted or something. And you have to sneak out as fast as you can, sneak out the door and you can't come back in. You're not making a second trip. Just, just right. yeah, because they will wait at the door and then they will bolt out and we have not la- left the, we have not lost them at night yeah. but if we ever do and i hope that never happens like we're not going to find them like what, they run wouldn't wow. it like if i i feel like if i was that cat i'd be like oh my god it's too cold i don't <laughs> yeah why do they want to go out they like snow they uh, like the, w- snow. the one likes snow they don't like the feeling on their paws yeah but they they like to explore like yeah. especially in the summer it's terrible because like you can't open doors or anything yeah. but it's good though i sorry i need to take this opportunity for a psa <laughs> about birds is that <laughs> don't let your cats outside because they kill so many birds and they do it for fun and they don't even eat them birds kill a, like a billion oh sorry cats, a billion. cats <laughs> kill a billion birds every year a, bi- a oh. billion dang yeah so don't let your cats outside I'm glad that you do your garbage in one trip. Yeah. <laughs> Just take Keep your, them inside. Take your cats to Alberta, and then next time they want to go outside, they'll realize how cold it is. <laughs> I feel like your cats are like southwestern, south southern Ontario cats, and they're like, yeah, we can handle the snow. <laughs> well, west, they'll never think like that again. I might have to try <laughs> that. They're, they were barn cats, so they have oh. like this yeah. wildness that like I've had cats before never experienced okay. in, in cats. Like the, They have to climb things. They have to like get in the most precarious situations nice it, it's yeah it, it's like a whole thing okay. with them but did you have to do work during the cat sitting episode so Emily I think I did about as much work as you did so a lot yes I'm on I'm doing I was preparing literature for my dissertation okay. on, on dating apps yeah oh. um because I'm a third-year PhD now, so I have to get moving on that. Mm-hmm. I'm on a research project with my supervisor right now on data harms and aging, so I'm in charge of like getting bibliography together. Oh. And I'm also co-authoring an article with a colleague at U of T on mobile dating apps, but looking at value networks in the industry. What's a value network? Um, <laughs> this is not my area of expertise, <laughs> but briefly what I understand of it is... Um, of all the questions you could have asked, yeah, Amelie. I'm just sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's um, so actors in an industry, right? Like you'll have the dating app, you'll have users. They're called actors. Okay. In an industry, and each they communicate in a way where they give value to one another, basically okay. in different forms, different types of assets, whether that be like tangible, like, right? Like visible things, like data that they give. Okay. Yeah. To the actor, or like intangible, like brand experience, or like oh, communication. Okay. So uh, this method is really interesting. Not my, mm-hmm. not my um, area, like I said. But we're we're tracking all the different assets between a a set list of actors in the mobile dating industry that we are able to verify because it's a very opaque industry. And right now we're in the process of writing out the findings from what we did, which is very long. Yes. And it was funny because my co-author messages me on Twitter and goes, "Hey, our findings are twenty pages long, so we got to cut that down." And I'm going, I don't know how to cut it down. Yeah. <laughs> Could you just let it be 20 pages long? Like, just like, here, we found a lot of stuff. Here mm-hmm. it is, 20 pages. You can't, because the articles we want to submit to, they have a set page limit. Oh, okay. So, we, and we also haven't gotten to discussion. Whole other thing. Yeah. And, and like, so, yeah, it was just funny, because they were 
they messaged me and they're like, yeah, we need to cut it down. I know it seems impossible, but it is possible. Yeah. And I'm going, I'm really thinking it's impossible, but here we are, we're cutting that down. So I was doing that and um, taking care of a house yeah. and reading a book. There we go. <laughs> and um, I'm still reading those books. Now I get to start reading literal academic books for the dissertation as well as all the other stuff. Yeah. And um, the break I got from TAing, that, that was the nice part. That was the one part that separates yes. reading week, as you were saying. So now I'm back to TAing and I am I am made familiar about how much I did not miss oh. that <laughs> necessarily. Oh. I love I love the class I TA for. I love the supervisor I work for. It's they're all wonderful. It's just it's an extra thing. It's a thing and you don't live in London. And I don't live so in London. So getting to London is mm-hmm. a whole deal. Oh yeah. So not having to commute to London yes. via via the via rail train. Via the via as I as I found out yesterday, I did not miss that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I took the VO back too to London because I don't have a car here. I mean to Waterloo because mm-hmm. so that's where I live. Uh, but it, it was like Wednesday. It was like Wednesday. It was nice, sixteen degrees before reading week. So nice out. It was so sunny, so warm. I'm like, okay, I'm leaving tomorrow. The train's at like nine. Uh, it's so warm out. Let me take my spring jacket. So I take my <laughs> spring. I take my spring jacket, and yeah. I and I wake up in the morning. I'm like, oh, it's a little chilly, but you know, it's like it's morning chilly. You know, you let, you just brave through that kind of thing. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then uh, I get on the train. I come back. Clearly, it was not. The weather just took a huge turn for the worst. I'm here with my spring jacket going yep. around Waterloo, like doubling up layers. I like. Uh, but that's an aside. Basically, I get to Waterloo. It's like twelve, like twelve o'clock. I get there. The train arrives, and I was like, "Okay, I'm going to go to the University of Waterloo because there's some professors I want to see, and there's two people at this place called the Dragon Lab, and I'm like, I'm gonna go uh, say hi to them because I like, they like the type of people, almost like Emily, where you just like come in every day. You know, they're gonna be there all the time. I'm not there all the time. Okay, a lot, but not, not all the time. <laughs> Right, you just like know they're gonna be there, uh, and so I was like, okay, I'll go visit them, and they introduced me to somebody new at the lab, and I'm like, okay. And when I say lab, it's nothing like what you guys do <laughs> in, in sciences, uh, and also it's a cooler name, but like that's the. What do you it. call your group? Like your research group? We don't have research groups. So, so you're a supervisor. He's just my supervisor. Does he have other students? Yeah. So then, what are you collectively? Nothing. You're nothing? Yeah. He's just my supervisor, and I'm his graduate what do, student. What do you call the other students of your supervisor? My colleagues. Your colleagues. Okay. But I do mean, you have, like, a group? I consider... Like, do you guys do stuff together? Like, no, team building? Really? No, you don't, don't have teams. mandatory lab fun? You have mandatory lab we fun. Have <laughs> ma- we have mandatory lab fun. So I mean, like, we're not... Couple I, months. I feel like it's slightly yeah, different yeah. because like you guys like join a lab. We just like come in, we have a project we want to do and we're like Yeah. Here's the prof that is probably the best for the project. Oh. And so we don't have like like I know other people he's uh supervising, but it's not like I hang out with them all the time. Oh. That's like <laughs> Okay, cuz like in science your lab is like your little group. 
group, like your little fam. And yeah. you, you, you sometimes like you share samples. Like when I was studying the squirrels, my lab mate Bryn, shout out to Bryn, we shared the same animals and we would do all the lab work together. And then we had different projects. We do different things with them, but we were always working together. And we go to conferences all as a group. We got a B&B all together to go to the conference. Oh, that's funny because the place I went to visit, the Dragon Lab, they're kind of like that. They're all like a nice group. They all work together and yeah. they publish things together. But anyways, I used to, I did a research job there, right, over one summer and and I've also done other things here and there with them. But um, I went there and they introduced me to somebody new. Uh, and what, it was like 1230 by the time I get there. We, and I think we just ended up talking for so long. It was five o'clock or like 430 or something by the time I got home. And it was funny because like my mom at like four o'clock texted me and she's like, well, shouldn't you already be in Waterloo? And I'm like, yeah, I arrived like four hours ago, <laughs> but I wasn't here. But after that, that day was a complete wash. But I have time to, for it to be a complete wash because I don't have that much going on. Um, but then on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I threw together a rough draft for a proposal for my dissertation because that we have to have our proposals in soon. Right. So I got that done. After I got that done, I sent it off for reviews or whatever. And then Tuesday, I just hung out with people. I actually hung out with Thomas, who was on the last episode. Oh, yes. Yeah. That was a really great episode. Yeah. And then uh, I hung out with some other people. But I also did, like, the common stuff where I was like, oh, I'm back here. Time to do go to the dentist because the <laughs> dentist keeps calling me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been a year and a half. And I go and they're like, you've been doing a great job. And I'm oh, like, wow. And I'm like, that Fire. is goals. Yeah. <laughs> Going to the dentist and them saying you did a great job. I know. Wow. It's like, this is why hard I to please. This is dentist. why I don't go to the dentist because it's like so much money <laughs> and they're just going to tell me I did a great job. And I'm wow. like, obviously. Well, you're I'm lucky because sometimes they tell people that you didn't do a good job and now you need to buy an electric toothbrush and then you're going to buy it and then they'll tell you you did a good job. <laughs> See, I switched the electric toothbrush before they even asked. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I should have. But now I do. Or I mean, do, or do you have an electric toothbrush? I do. It's so yeah. good. I do. But it's so much better. Yeah. So I was going to say, they. Uh, you get a good job, though. You don't get, like, the extra little addendum. Like, you might have to come back in. You, we see these issues because no, 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 no. genetically, that has been my life at the dentist, which is why I don't like going. Oh, yeah. it's funny. One time they told me, I like, I think this was a while back. They told, One time they, like, they're like, you have a slight cavity. And I asked them to prove it because I did not believe <laughs> that I had a cavity. I'm like, please show me the x-ray. <laughs> yeah. You're an anti, what is it? What's the anti-vaxxer, but anti-cavity. Yeah. Because I'm like, there's no way. I take so good care of my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I did. So I had to get the filling. Okay. It was like a little tiny one. But, um, it happens. It was a black stain on my career. But uh, and then Wednesday, the same thing. I went to the eye doctor because like I've been having trouble like seeing in a distance. And I'm like, is it because I read so many books in such a short period of time? No, is it? No, uh, I don't know. But it did get worse. And okay. he's like, it's, he's like, it's not because your eye elongated or anything. Like, that's usually the reason for it. Uh, I'm not an eye doctor. I, just, <laughs> just uh, Disclaimer. I don't like uh I don't know. I just agree with what he says. I'm yes. like, okay, yeah, yeah. But not sure. you don't agree with what the dentist says, but you do agree with what the eye doctor says. Because <laughs> I, I can take care of all the one thing. The eyes I can't do. No control. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. And I'm like, maybe I should just start reading things less. I don't know. Looking at screens. But at the same time, I don't even know if that works. But then I come back on Thursday. 
It's like the train, the via rail is yeah. so bad. Oh, it's terrible. Literally Let's talk get, about that, yeah, please. It literally gets delayed two hours. And I'm so glad because it was like, I was debating on going. It was like, I was, what, it was like 7.20. It was supposed to arrive at mm-hmm. night. I, and then it was like, it's delayed, 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 delayed. delayed, delayed. Yeah. And I don't even bother going until like 8.30. And I'm like, if I miss it, I miss it. I don't care at this point. Luckily, I got there. It was delayed another 20. So I left around 9. Mm-hmm. Got around here at like, I swear I got back to my apartment around midnight. Right? But yeah, so it was like... I had a nice break. And then I came I came to campus on Friday, and then I had students who sent me rough drafts of their essays, and I oh. just edited them on Friday. And oh. then I went home. Okay. Actually, no. I edited them, and then I ran into Laura, and then we went home at like 8.30. So I was here way longer than I anticipated. Yeah. That's, <laughs> but like, that's I want to bring time. up something you guys brought up, because I was, you guys were like, oh, it's thank God I don't have to TA. And I'm like, I, that was the one thing I missed because I love TAing. It's yeah. my, it's the highlight of my week. <laughs> I, I do, I like TAing while I'm doing it, but okay. I don't like, like getting ready to TA and oh. going to TA and then like preparing to TA. But when I'm actually standing in front of the students and I'm teaching them something and they're learning yeah. and, and then I say something funny, maybe it happens once or twice and they laugh, then I'm like, yes, I like to TA. Okay. But I don't, when I don't have to do it, it is a nice break. Okay. It is a nice break. And it depends right. on the class because if you have to TA and if you have to mark, that's technically TAing, marking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And marking is horrible and no oh one ever God, likes it's it. terrible. I kind of like it. You like it? You I like what? reading what they wrote and then giving them like a little bit of feedback and then telling them oh. how they did. Then I have, especially with their final essays, my students this term will, uh, I will probably give them feedback uh, about them in general. I like to, like, I'm pretty bad at nice comments so i've been working really hard oh, to yes. give more nice comments yeah right and i've been working really hard on it and i really want to show them all the nice things i have to say that about is good them. nice com- <laughs> it's because nice comments take time like when, <laughs> when i mark lab reports and lab reports it's just like yes or no like you have yeah. the right figure caption or you don't and so i feel like if it's nice i'm like good i don't need to write anything it's, yeah. it's correct but i want to say like hey really nice figure here but then i'm like oh i don't have the time i gotta mark 40 of these just like yep done next one okay move 40. on 40 i got 60 last term i got oh, downgraded to like 50 that's why i hate marking yeah but oh. like it's funny because i'm so much better at giving bad comments and that sounds terrible but i just i'm better at being critical than i am at being positive i think that might be a thing for just people in general yeah i think yeah. it is easier like when you ever leave a review on something we were talking about reviews earlier do you like if something really great happens are you more likely to give a review or if something really horrible happens do you give a or do you just not that's why you don't trust reviews if somebody's like oh this apartment building is terrible literally everybody who's there's probably thousands of people that went through that apartment building that didn't say anything yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. If, if I lead a if I leave a good review though, it's because something outstandingly positive happened. Yes. Which I feel like is worth noting though. Like yeah. if a student, for example, does something that's like hard ninety or like really creative or I don't know, out of the norm and it's really good, like I have to tell them like keep doing yes. this. Yeah. Okay. See like I have a little bit more creative control with my tutorials, I feel like. Like this week, what? They had to read an article on uh on Dieppe, right? And uh Dieppe was a raid didn't really go that well and it was basically about news it was about news and censorship so what i ended up doing today was uh i grabbed a bunch of old clippings of newspapers and there was like a binders of them and i gave them each a binder and i told them to go through the binder and tell me if i uh, go through the news clippings and find 
ones that you think have been censored and why do you think it was censored hmm, interesting. And, like, they had a fun time with that but we also but like yeah but yeah i get some leeway i don't have to do like we have more fun i feel like in the yeah. history department take more history courses guys <laughs> I think you're gonna be a great prof Sharon. Like. Oh, we'll see <laughs> that requires i think so too I do, that requires yeah. like getting the job which is very hard right now i yeah, feel like that's true but you have the important thing, passion. 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 Mm-hmm. Which unfortunately and the desire, because some people just give up and they don't try for the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, actually, this is kind of a good segue because I we have something that listeners can rate. The podcast. You can rate, oh, yes. you can rate ga- Gradcast. You so can you rate can, us now? You can, yeah. yeah, you can rate podcasts. You can on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, there and we, we don't get enough ratings. I think we only have one rating when I checked. You know what? There's this one website called Chartable, and we have 10 ratings there. And our average stars is five stars. Dang. Let's keep that. Let's let's spread that out to Apple and Spotify. So if you're listening to this, rate it. And if you go on social media, uh, Megan will be happy to. (laughs) Okay. I'll tell my mom to rate us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> parents are great for ratings, and they'll be like, "We're so proud of our son." <laughs> and you can follow us on Instagram at Gradcast Radio. Yes. Totally not a plug. This is, this is actually leading perfectly into our outro. So I'm gonna do, I'm gonna wrap us up. I'm gonna do the outro. So this has been Gradcast, the official radio show and podcast of the Society of Graduate Students at Western University. I've been your host, Emily Hutchinson, and my co-host was Megan Bull, and my other co-host was Shron Mander. And we've been speaking with each other. (laughs) And this episode was produced by Jordan Vanderbilt. If you'd like to be involved with the show or get in contact with us, you can email us at gradcast.ca and I will be answering those emails. Or you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Gradcast Radio. And Megan will see that response. (laughs) To listen to us, we're on Radio Western 94.9 FM, which is where we are right now in the studio. You can also find all of our episodes wherever you find your podcast. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of your day. 